Hey guys, welcome back. It's episode five. This is episode, wait, episode six. It's episode six. I literally just told you it was episode <laughs> six of the podcast. What a tragedy. My, mind blank, mind blank. All right, guys, welcome back. It's episode six of the WeWoo podcast. Today, we're coming at you with a hot topic. It's going to be fun. We got Chris here. He's going to be the main heavy lifter to this week because this is going to be his favorite topic and for those of you who don't remember a few weeks back we kind of listed out our issues that we might have had with this certain website called Mao or my anime list probably one of the most popular sites for anime reviews anime comments and kind of just a, actually the, is it maybe the only site in america or the western culture where people actually go to to kind of rate anime and kind of compile and keep track on what they've seen. Having said that, some of the reviews on my anime list are questionable. Doesn't mean it's not a good site, but today we're going to kind of give you our thoughts on it and it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. So hopefully we don't offend anyone out there, but we might be going through some of these comments on my anime list and maybe some of these users will get a shout out in a good way or a bad way. But yeah, Chris, anything you want to add to that? No, not really. I mean, I, I've talked about it a lot in previous podcasts in terms of what I like and what I don't like about my anime list. Although I probably have said more of the aspects I don't like, I do still think that the website is useful to some degree. <laughs> so it's not like I hate the website because to be fair, like I actually use a website still to track, keep track of what I've watched and then be able to look back at what I thought was good when I watched it. It's kind of hard to keep track of everything. There's obviously a lot of anime out there. And yeah, it's just a very useful tool to to do that. But before we kind of get into it, do you even use my anime list? Because I don't even think you even keep like your profile, right? So do you use it to look up anime or like look up reviews periodically or, or, or what? So I actually, um, like you said, I don't have a profile on my anime list. I do use it, though, to look up upcoming anime, anime of the current season, and just kind of go over the current rankings and ratings for a cer- the certain anime that are out and even some previous anime. So I do use it. I just, I don't know. I did never made a profile because I was being lazy, uh, which is kind of ironic because I watch so much anime and I don't even remember what I've watched at this point. So... I can see why it would have been useful to keep track of it. <laughs> How do you know what you liked or want to rewatch? Because that's actually what I use Mal the most for. What to keep track of the anime that I want to rewatch? Because sometimes I just forget, and then it's easy to remember the big ones, right? That everyone talks about, like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Steins Gate and Clanad and all the good stuff, Attack on Titan, all that. But it's really hard to kind of remember like the diamond in the rough and sometimes i just forget and that's why i have them out but then like do you just rewatch things that are mainstream or how do you even remember uh sometimes i'm just sitting there and i'm and i just think you know I, today i really want to rewatch naruto today i really want to go watch uh so-and-so anime and i'll just think about it or maybe we'll be talking about it and i'm like i'm gonna go rewatch that so it kind of just comes to mind i don't really ever browse my mouth to just kind of say oh i want to rewatch this but I know, I think you and me, we talk about anime so much that it's almost like this is my, my, like, kind of how I keep track of what I've seen in the past. And, you know, we bring it up a lot. We have friends who talk about a lot of anime and even family talk about anime. So it's easy for me to kind of just refresh myself that way. And I'm always trying to get new people to watch anime. And I kind of always circle back to a lot of the old anime I like and sometimes I'll go rewatch it too just to go watch it with them yeah I do that too because sometimes I recommend something and I'm like wait was it actually as good as what as I remember it to be or was I just a naive like anime watcher and just thought it was really good and then sometimes I'm I have to correct myself after recommending something cough cough sort of online but <laughs> but sometimes uh, I'll be right too and then you know it, it it's nice to kind of just rewatch something that's that's good. Kind of before I guess diving into some of the more controversial topics, do you I'm just trying to get an understanding of your of the background of how you kind of go about keeping track of your anime and then like scoring and how you use Mao, but 
do you score anime like mentally or do you is there a way you kind of keep track of things or like do you compare and contrast anime in order to kind of identify the ones that are good versus the ones that are bad like what you talk about on the podcast basically versus what you're not going to talk about on the podcast or maybe they're so bad you talk about on the podcast but do you even do that no, I, I don't really score. I kind of just keep track mentally, but I only do that per season. So I guess that's a fault of mine. I don't have all my anime listed over like maybe the past year. So I think at the end of the year, there's always the top anime of the year. I think they come out on YouTube. There's a couple of big people who put out their number one recommendations for the year. That's really hard for me to do because I don't keep track of everything on Mal. I do rate everything by season in my head. So I kind of have this list in my head of where I stand on the current season. And, you know, it kind of comes back down to where am I allocating my time? What am I going to go watch this week? So it's almost like a every, there's four seasons in a year for me. It's like a, and I have like a winner for every season and it's just in my head. But, you know, as the years go on, anything that I don't remember very well, I just consider it something that wasn't very good. <laughs> so I guess this might kind of be already getting into this the controversial topics here but the more and more i think about it do we or should we even be scoring anime as we watch it so like i know you don't score it but i i do score it after i watch something i'm out and then so i could just kind of look back to see what i liked and didn't like but the more i think about it i'm like does it even make sense for me to compare an anime that i just watched in 2021 versus an anime that i watched in like 2006 or does it even make sense for me to compare an anime that's a slice of life anime versus a shonen? And then like that kind of goes into all the other discussions we've already had in the past. Like a shonen anime gets like infinite more budget than a slice of life anime. Maybe something like Odd Taxi. I don't know if you watched Odd Taxi yet, but there's no way in hell that thing got a lot of budget, but still really, really good. But then how do I take that into consideration when I'm kind of comparing it against a shonen that has like a million dollars in budget? Like I, I don't know. So the more I think, if, I think about it, I'm just like, are we doing ourselves a dis or like injustice or disservice by just trying to pinpoint the flaws of anime and just scoring it against each other? I don't know. Hot topic here. So, so here's, here is my kind of thought on that. If you're going to go through the effort to score anime... What might be a 9 in 2010, is it still a 9 in 2020? I mean, these are running lists, right? So as more and more people watch more and more anime, is it really a fair comparison? It's almost like rating cars, right? Like car buying guides in 2010 aren't going to be the same as the car buying guides in 2020. And even if a car was really good in 2010 and was like a five-star car, what is it in 2020 like a, a three-star car a two-star car maybe there's some sentimental value there but like you said it's hard to rate anime unless you're going back and readjusting your scores it's difficult and actually i watch a lot of dave portnoy's pizza rating comments he i don't know if anyone's familiar with barstool sports but dave portnoy he does this little one bite one pizza type of review and <laughs> it's kind of funny because i feel like it relates very well to anime where everyone's scale is so subjective like his pizzas all are ranked basically it's his scale seven to nine i never see anything higher than a nine never see anything lower than a seven but because his scale started somewhere in the average range and he gave it like a seven everything gets condensed around like that 7.5 range and he's just trying to he constantly like adds more decimal points into his rating because he realized that like if he gave one place a 7.4 another place 7.5 and it's somewhere in between. You only have like a couple digits to place it. So it's like 7.42, 7.43, 7.42. I think we'll, we'll kind of get into this more as we kind of talk about the scoring system on Mal in terms of whether or not we should even be scoring things or if there is a better alternative to scoring something on a scale. But kind of going off your point now where I don't know who this person is, but it, how he started grading something and started at a high so like something like a seven and then now he needs to condense everything around that seven so like he has he really only has like 0.5 to 10 to work with right where 7.5 is pretty much the mean i think there's a similar problem with mal and i actually don't think there is a that's an issue that was 
imposed on itself by Mal because Mal gives you a scoring system. And I don't know if you ha- you've looked into Mal's scoring system, but it starts with the one being bad, five being average, and 10 being like masterpiece. And they give you a full spectrum of a 10 point scale. So like you have a lot to work with here. If five is your average, you could go, you know, five points up and then you could go five points down. So that's, that's pretty good in, in terms of having a pretty big spectrum. But I think what's happened with the scoring system is everyone's kind of viewed it as the US or any like school grading system where 70 is the average and like 60 is a is a pass and everything below a 60 is a fail. So now all of Mal is basically condensed into this like 60% or higher range where we don't see a single score that's like below a six unless it's a complete tragedy. And that's like maybe one out of like 2000 anime, which doesn't really make sense to me because Mal gave us 10 points to work with and we basically shot ourselves in the foot and now we have like four. Yeah, I it comes back down to this range thing, right? We only are ranking six to basically you're saying there's six the scale is six to ten. Yeah, there's but it's just so hard to differentiate thousands and thousands and thousands of anime between a four point scale. That's that's difficult, and I agree. And what happens if you below it? It it almost looks like a one star Yelp review. It's like even if your food's good and you have a one star Yelp review, what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. So like even with the Yelp, right? I think we see the same exact problem, and. I think Yelp might just be a U.S. thing. So if anyone's listening to this outside of uh, the U.S., it, it is a restaurant like review platform where you get five stars to rate a restaurant. And a five is very good. Obviously, three is like average. And a one is just horrendous. Like, don't ever go to that restaurant. Like, borderline shut it down. But then what's happened with Yelp is, I don't know about you, but do you go to a restaurant that has anything below the, a four star? Unless you already tried it and you knew for a fact that the food was good. Yes, you're correct in that I usually will not settle for anything less than four stars unless it has a lot of reviews. And the reviews are that the food is good, but the service is just really bad or something. Because there are there are times when like the Yelp review is like, food's good, service sucks. I really don't care about the service sometimes. I mean, I, I'm more of a, if the food's good, I'll eat there type of guy. Yeah, exactly. So I think the same thing kind of happened with Mao where... With Yelp, if we see, if, if we're trying to find a new restaurant, right? We're trying to find the fours and the fives. And the same thing is happening with Mal, where we're, if we want a new anime to watch, we're looking for like an eight and above. And anything below an eight is bad, but we don't even see anything below a 6.5 anyways. So like, there's so many things bucketed between 6.5 to eight that people just aren't watching because... For whatever reason, it got like a 7.89 or like a 7.8 or a 7.7. And because of that, like there's so many people just missing out on good anime, even though like a 7.7 in this scale is actually pretty good because one, there's not even a 10 on Mal. So we're not even working with a 10 here. We're working with like a 9 to like a 6.5, a 2.5 scale, (laughs) a range. So I I don't know. That's just how, what it seems like to me. I guess, uh, like, let's go back to this restaurant review type of comment. You have to really eat there to rate it, right? You have you have to go there. You can't. Would you say you can rate a restaurant based off takeout? Can you can you give five stars on take just based off takeout? That's like saying like you rated a far restaurant on takeout far. That's that ain't it, man. <laughs> Right, like, well, my food's cold. It just didn't taste good. It's like, oh, was that? That's not really how the food was supposed to. We're supposed to eat it, right? And the reason I bring this up, right, is because I, I know I don't have a Mal account, and maybe you can enlighten all of us out there. But is there something that requires you to watch the series, like to completion? No, it's just literally you can literally click the button to and say you completed the series, or you you can say you you like are watching the series, and whichever button you hit you can then grade the the anime. So even if you're just in the middle of watching it and you categorize it as that, you can still give it like a one out of 10. And that's a whole different problem I want to get into later on because there's shows out there that just get like hate. I don't know if hate is the right word, but they just get hit with really bad scores really early on, which then skews the score to a really low score. And it takes a, a lot in order to get 
that score back up. Like if you get five thousand ones, you have to somehow outweigh that with a bunch of tens, right? So, but I want to get into that a little bit later. But yeah, there's just no no requirement for someone to watch the show before they can score it. Right, and you know, I was reading into the scoring calculation here on Mal, and basically, it's some they call it some weighted score. It's basically some percentage times the average score of the anime with some normalization. I don't think it's really normalization factor, but they're basically giving you some free bonus points for the average score across Mal in general. And maybe that's their way of saying like, if our scores are normally inflated, you know, all anime will be inflated by this X amount. Sure, I understand what they're trying to do. But yeah, then there's this comment about how they don't use scores for people who haven't seen over a fifth of the series. Um, they won't use Ill- illegitimate accounts, yada, yada, yada. But it was really that comment about like one, f- you have to have seen at least one fifth of the series to give a score. But in my opinion, it just comes back down to you got to watch the whole thing. As much as I drop anime, and I've dropped a few this season. I'm not going to go out there and roast it. I mean, I might roast it and write a write a comment. I'm not going to say it's like five stars, four stars, because I haven't watched the whole thing. Maybe it's just going to keep going downhill. But, you know, the fairest comparison is to watch the entire thing. It's like it's like rating a book off chapter one. Yeah, it's like going to a restaurant, getting a spring rolls, and then you rated an entire restaurant on spring rolls. Like, <laughs> that's not enough. But... Yeah, I'm on the same boat with you. If I'm if I drop a show, I don't go back and rate it. I just say I dropped it, um, unless I'm like ninety percent of the way through. So there, there's been a couple of shows that I've given like one or twos out of tens because I got to like episode eleven out of twelve, and it was just so horrendous. I just could like had to stop myself. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Is this really how I want to spend my weekend? No, not really. All right, I'm dropping it. I'm giving it a one out of ten, but. Kind of going back to like the grading scale though, like this is like a like a whole bigger issue that I I think is the reason why this happened with Mal is because everyone literally just takes their academic grading scale and applies it to everything else, so we don't have a lot to work with. Like we just are literally screwing ourselves by thinking 70% is the average 60% or less is fail because we just can't differentiate what good and bad is at that point. When a website gives you a scoring system with no decimal points and clearly tells you the average is five, but we clearly make the average an eight and a fail a six. It's just, what? What are we doing here? (laughs) Like, how do we even know what it, what anime is good and bad at that point there's literally not even decimals to differentiate that oh so when you rate in mal you have to use a solid number yeah it's a whole number like it's not even like 0. 0.5 0. 0.75 0. 0.25 no it's just nine eight seven six that's it that is very interesting that's the problem in itself yeah so i think that's the problem like because the problem is that Mal, there, there's a clear discrepancy between the way the audience views the scoring system and how Mal is viewing it. Because since Mal gave us the 10 points and thinks five is average, like it, I don't necessarily think it's flawed because there's a differentiation between a one and a two and a three and a four and a five in terms of bad anime, right? But since we aren't doing that, we can't differentiate a 7.5 to an 8 or we can't differentiate a 7.5 to a 7. It's just you either got to go all the way to an 8 or all the way to a 7. And at that point, it, that's where it kind of gets fuzzy because there are shows that are clearly better than other shows. But like, are they really an 8 compared to the shows that you're giving 8? I don't know. Well, it's just, we're it's basically just doing Crunchyroll's grading system of one through five stars and that's all you get yeah yeah literally but crunchyroll's grading system's like ass too considering every single thing has a five (laughs) (laughs) crunchyroll's bad but the topic today i guess is mouse because it's supposed to be better than it is and you know in the end that there probably just is no way to fix this but i do want to think i do want to talk about an 
an alternative to this. And the alternative to this scoring system that I think would personally be better is the system that Rotten Tomatoes has in which you could literally just pick whether you like it or you dislike it. And then they take like a percentage of the audience that has liked it versus disliked it. And then you could kind of see how much of the audience likes the show. Does that make sense? So you're basically branching the the like and the dislike category and then ranking. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't want the score. Like, I don't want like the 8.25 or like the 8.24. Like, it's just too gray of an area. I just want to know if the person that watched it liked the show or not. So you're saying YouTube metric. This is basically like YouTube. But yeah, YouTube, yeah, exactly. everyone likes it, right? So you'd have to give at least like a a middle, like no no dislike, no like button. Yeah, but I think what, I thought what Rotten Tomatoes did when they take like the, the Rotten Tomatoes percentage is that they, over like 100% audience, right? Like how much of that 100% liked or gave it like a, like a tomato score? versus the dumpster score so like and then that's how they get to like the 79 percent or like the 88 percent and then you can kind of differentiate based on that percentage of likes rather than a like solid score man rotten tomatoes scoring system is actually very justified yeah i actually think it's really like good. even good movies they don't even sometimes they don't even push 80 percent but rotten tomatoes also has uh what is it called when it's like audience rating or how many yeah, audience exactly. members like this versus like real reviewers, real movie. Uh, I don't know those people who watch previews and I guess the critics, the <laughs> critics. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I guess those are some improvements that I feel like definitely could be part of Mal. I just feel like that will get rid of some of those. I, I don't know the score police people too, and maybe we'll get into this a little later. Because there are people out there, Mal, that are just like completely policing the scores and like changing the ranking within the within the system, which is absolutely flawed as well. So I guess going off of flaws, if you had to name maybe like one or two of the biggest flaws you see, do you have an idea what those might be? I know we're kind of touching on on this ranking, this numbering system, but is there anything really particular that really bugs you? I think it's just those two things. So one, the scoring system bothers me a lot because I I really kind of going back to my first point, I don't know how we're supposed to score these. How can you rate something in 2021 and compare something in 2000s? Or like, how can you rate a completely different genre that that bothers me, obviously? And then number two, maybe, maybe we just get into this now is the, are these like score police and i've talked about this before on a previous podcast but there was a short period of time on mal where full metal alchemist no longer was a number one anime on mal and fruits basket the final season of fruits basket became the number one anime on mal by score granted obviously there's a lot more people reviewing and rating full metal alchemist brotherhood compared to fruits basket but those people that rated or watched fruits basket and rated it rated it as a higher score and i think that's totally justified but those people that are these diehard shonen fans these diehard fullmetal alchemist brotherhood fans just went into the fruits basket scoring system said they watched the show and then they gave it a one and they just bombed it with ones so they dropped the fruits basket rating from number one to like number five. And I, I know I've said I don't like fruits basket that much in a previous podcast, but I don't think that's that's just correct. It's like you're almost skewing the audience into watching certain things. So like, I don't know about you, but there's for sure or I at least think there's for sure people who when they start watching anime are just like oh i'm gonna watch full metal alchemist brotherhood because on this anime site that's very big it says it's the number one anime it's not necessarily fair that these police people are are the ones dictating that by just dropping these other scores whenever they feel like it and because full metal alchemist just has such a big pool it's not like one person can go in there give it a one and it'll change the score and 
yeah, I don't know. I, I have a pretty big problem with that. So do you think after a while when there's too many, I mean, there's so many ratings on some of these anime, by some point, the score is almost unchanging. Yeah, it's just set in stone, right? Like there's things in there when you look at the top anime, there's there are shows that have just not moved and they haven't moved since when we started watching anime. And I was looking for shows that that I wanted to watch or like that that I needed to watch in order to like kind of get started in, in the anime industry. And like things like Steins Gate, things like Clanad, things like Full Malcolmist Brotherhood, they have just remained at the top, right? Obviously, as as time has passed, there are things that have come in and gone. So there's like One Punch Man that was really high at one point. Attack on Titan, that's still really high. And you can't change the scores of some of these because like Full Malcolmist Brotherhood came out almost or I don't know, 12 years ago, I think. So there's so many people that are rating this show. It's just at some point it you can't move the score anymore so it's it's gonna be at the top no matter what which is fine because if there's that many people that watch the show and it's gonna be at the top so be it that's fine i just don't like that there's people going into other shows that they haven't even watched and just completely dictating the rankings in the top like 10 because a new show just happened to like dethrone the original number one so we're always going to see Fullmetal Alchemist as number one forever and ever and ever on Mal. Yeah, we almost need a clean slate and just start over. <laughs> but everyone who's typed reviews on Mal isn't going to go back and, you know, co- contribute to that community of maybe a new rating system. Unless you incorporate it somehow with Funimation, Crunchyroll, that after you watch the last episode, you can, I don't know, rate the rate the show and you only can do that if your user profile shows you have X amount of time watching the show. You know, it's difficult. I guess there's no real true way to, I guess, monitor that. But there's just, yeah, there's there's things that I wish we could do to have more accurate scores. Yeah, I mean, it's there's probably nothing you can we can do about that because in the end, it's basically like a forum, right? It, you know, people have their have the right to do what whatever they want on the internet, so. Um, if they want to knock down fruits basket that's fine i just don't think it's that fair to the fruits basket community or the fans of fruits basket or any other show that comes along and gets basically the same exact treatment i just don't think it's it's like fair to that show and the fan base because now it's going to get bumped to like 5th 10th 15th 20th etc as time goes on and then not as many people are going to watch the show because of it do you think there's a case where someone watches like fruits basket per se expecting it to be like mind-blowing and they're just like i don't get it like i i don't get hunter hunter 9.06 i don't get it i don't get it <laughs> you know someone, funny though? someone someone tell me i don't get it you know <laughs> it's funny because i watch both fruits basket and hunter hunter and i know i've i've told you this before but both of those i just I don't get it, man. I don't get why both of them are nines. And the more I listen to people talking about how how great Hunter Hunter is, I I literally don't get it. But to be fair, to be fair, I I I I want to defend myself. I think Hunter Hunter is really good until they get to the sixty five episode arc of like what is it, Ant Chimera's Chimera Ant, whatever it is. Uh, that that just kind of like it was like a buzzkill to me. And Fruits Basket, I, I talked about in the Slice of Life podcast, but I, I, I just don't get it. And it's probably just me, to be to be quite honest. I just don't see the appeal of the show right now. And maybe I'll see see the appeal of it later on. But there are shows like that. I think another one I could think of off the top of my head is someone's gonna go in, see March comes in like a line at number ten, watch it, and be like, "What the hell is this? What am I even watching? This show sucks." Like I could totally see that. And never watch anime again, right? Yeah, exactly. So maybe Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood being number one is actually a good representation of the anime community. There's no hate out here. We love all anime. We're just kind of speaking our minds. But can you ever see yourself giving an anime a one? I see ones on reviews, right? And to me, there's almost nothing I would ever give a one. No, I've given a, I've given, I've given one show a one. <laughs> yeah, maybe The Promise Neverland season two. 
Oh, wait. I've given two shows a one. <laughs> There's a person on like, okay, I just clicked Hunter Hunter. There's a person who gave it a one. Yeah, is it the best show? No. But it's not a one. Come on, guys. Like, Okay, I'm going to kind of go back to the, the Yelp example here a bit because I think when people score things, they do let their emotions kind of run run into the scoring of it because when someone has a really bad experience at a restaurant whether that be the food was good the food was fine but they didn't get their water for like 30 minutes or so or they couldn't pay the check for 20 minutes because their waitress or waiter didn't bring them the check they'll go to yelp immediately and just give it a one no matter what it's just like one terrible service food was fine but they didn't give me my water for 30 minutes. It's a one. And I think the same thing happens with anime. Like, if there's something that irritates them or something that irks them or, I don't know, maybe they just didn't connect with the show, they just immediately take, like, the ex- this extreme, like, emotional decision to give it the worst thing that it possibly can because, and for whatever reason, Hunter Hunter hurt their feelings so much. I don't know. It's I, I do think that people are a bit extreme when they have a bad experience. They just immediately give it the worst thing possible. Yeah, I think I think that's true. But I don't know. I feel like I could see that with food. It's so short tempered. But in anime, you have to literally sit through the entire thing, unless you're watching. Unless you're giving ones out after like one episode, which is like you're saying, kind of a huge flaw in this whole rating system. Dude, I'm telling you, this guy probably sat through that whole Ant Chimera <laughs> arc and was just so pissed after the 65 episodes. Just like, one, one, Hunter, Hunter, one, because that's exactly what's happening with me. <laughs> it's it's a long arc. It, it's brutal. There are brutal moments. Yeah, but I mean, it, it'll happen, right? Um, I, I do think my ones are a bit more warranted. It's just the shows were so bad or so poorly executed that it literally deserved the one. I haven't really gone out of the way where I was just so irritated with the show that I immediately gave it a one. I even gave, I think, is it Gun Gale Online? I thought that thing was so bad, but I gave it a two. Wow, you gave Gun Gale Online a two? It was so bad, man. It was like, come on, at least a 3.5. No, it was just it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I just couldn't do it. I don't know. I honestly don't even remember the details of it, but I guess sticking to another topic of Mal and something I, I wanted to talk about here in relation to the summer 2021 season, because I know we, we've been kind of going through the summer 2021 season on a weekly basis, and there are shows out there that aren't even done yet, and they already have scores on Mal. And I want to get your thoughts on this. So something like Aqua's Hope, we've kind of talked about on a weekly basis and said, that we've enjoyed Aquatope. And for whatever reason, before the season even started, or after episode one of Aquatope, when the episode came out and people can actually score it at that point, it had like a seven. And I don't get it. Like, how in the world can a show have a seven already by like, I think it was by around 2,000 users or something, which is a good amount of users. How does it already have a seven? And think that's one thing that's flawed with mal is they let their users score the show before they're even done but what what do you think about that slash should users even be allowed to score a show before the end date has or the last episode has even aired so this is the problem right with movies and shows they're the critics who get to see it beforehand they can actually put out a rating that's actually somewhat relatable and like you said, Mal even has this rule, like you have to watch one fifth of the series or something, but you're rating it the entire way. So it doesn't, that also contradicts exactly their policy. Yeah. So if one episode's out and they say they watched one episode, I think they have the right to rate it, which is the problem with that policy. <laughs> and like, if you're going to rate it before the, you have to rate every episode. Maybe that's the way they got to do it before the show completes. You have to rate every episode. And then it'll take an average of your ratings per episode. I don't know. I don't, like, it's just, it's tough. Um, I don't get it. And maybe, you know, as a quick break right now into this mal hatred that, or I wouldn't say it's hatred. It, it's a very useful site. Maybe let's run through really quickly the ratings of the season. Um, okay. I don't know if you have mal up, but I'll, I, I'm going to just start listing some out. All right. Number one I... ranked show of this current season is Kobayashi-san's Dragon Maid. 
at okay. an 8.43. Next is slime at an 8.38. So relatively the same. Okay. okay. The next highest show is a 7.89, and it's uh, Vanitas. Hey, that's not bad, but I'm that's actually kind of high for Vanitas. <laughs> it's a little high, but then Remake Our Life is 7.8, which I would say is better than Vanitas. I mean, again, it's not a shounen, I guess, not mystery. So, sure, I guess. Is that? I, I feel like Slice of Lives kind of hover that 7.8, 7.9 mark pretty often like even if it's a good slice of life it'll be max eight i think so 7.8 is actually not bad i do think <laughs> remake our life kind of might might have set themselves up to get a really bad score last week by doing like a r- random recap episode and someone could have gotten really irritated and just put put a a one into the show so Maybe that that's one of the factors too. Yeah. Okay. I skipped two shows, uh, Idolish and Love Live Superstar. Those are both eight, but I haven't seen them. Okay. And I haven't seen Higurashi. Uh, I forget the the full name of that one. That one's a seven point eight five. I think that one actually might be pretty good. I've heard it was decent. I don't know if you know the one I'm talking about, but yeah, when they cry Higurashi no Nakukoroni or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. Out of things that, I mean, we're watching, Sunny Boy is a 7.62, which again, we've discussed last week. I don't think you can rate Sunny Boy right now because it doesn't make sense. Sunny Boy and Aquatope are both, what, 20? No, Sunny Boy is a 12 episode, but I'm pretty sure Aquatope is a 24 episode anime. Yeah, it says 24 out of 24, and it, it so, has a 7.51. And we're rating it at episode 6 or something, 7. Yeah, we're not even, we're not even like a quarter of the way through, or we are barely a quarter of the way through. Right, and you know... This morning, I was at a friend's house, and they said, hey, have you seen this new uh, anime called Moonlit something, Tsukamichi Moonlit Fantasy or something? And I was like, no, I haven't seen it. I was like, but let me, let's me let watch episode. I watched episode one this morning of Moonlit, which is higher rated than Aquatope. It's a 7.54. And after the first episode, I was just like, what the hell am I watching? Somehow it's rated relatively high. It has a 4.8 on Crunchyroll. So maybe I need to watch more. Like I said, I, I told you I, I don't, not going to drop it. I have to give it at least a couple more episodes. But the first episode is like a, I would have given it like a 4, maybe a 3. I mean, at least Kanajo Mo Kanajo has a 6.5 on Mao's scale. That's like a failing score. So at least someone did that show justice by giving it an F. Yeah, you know, even the current, the current, ratings on mal if anyone watching on crunchyroll there's two kind of actiony packed anime one is uh battle royal death by battle five seconds something about battling in five seconds and then there's sarag and soki the spirit chronicles one both are bad both i mean okay they're not bad i actually really like spirit chronicles battle game in five seconds is not that great but it's rated higher than spirit chronicles it's at a 7.23. And, and by going about the standards, right? 7.23, 7.23 should be a decent show. Should be a decent show. Yeah, not not on mouse scoring standards. That's that's like that's a D. But I could not I had not I have not been able to keep watching Battle uh, Game in five seconds. Do you think we should actually be scoring the shows that we drop then? Because maybe that's what's also inflating these scores. The like the people that dropped that drops shows aren't scoring the scores like one or two. Well, that's actually a really good point, and I never really thought about that. But yeah, if you drop it, I guess you're not rating it, because why would you go spend the time uh, wasting more time on something you already don't like? Yeah, so the people that end up liking the show just sticking to the end, and they're the ones that rate it, so that might also be inflating the score. There's another factor to that too, that... I don't know if you've also noticed, but pre or sequels tend to have a higher score than the prequels of any show because the people that stick around for the sequel are the ones that like the prequel. So, like, if you hated, let's just say, like, uh, sorry for using Sword Art as an example, but if if you hated season one of Sword Art, you would bash on season one of Sword Art, but you wouldn't go to Gun Gale Online and then bash Gun Gale Online because you just never watched it. Because at that point, you probably dropped Sword Art if you didn't like it, right? So then Gun Gale Online will just naturally be inflated because the people that liked Sword Art just kept watching it. 
That's true. Speaking of GGO, what is it rated? I don't know. Sword Art might be a really bad example because it was there was probably a bigger audience that liked Season 1 versus uh, GGO. And then like they dropped it once GGO came out. So another example is like March comes in like a lion. Like Season 1 isn't that high, but Season 2 is extremely high because those people that connected with the show just kept watching the show. And that's probably the same reason with Fruits Basket. Like that's a good point and would you say sequels tend to be better than the prequel sometimes i think so but it's hard to say because in most situations in which i think the sequel is better than the prequel i already liked the show so i wanted more of the show but i haven't really watched the show where i hated the prequel and then watched the sequel and then can say that the sequel was better. Oh, I guess the only show that I, I felt that way with is like Kaguya-sama Love is War, where I didn't like season one, but I thought season two was amazing. And I don't know why I kept watching season two, but I did and I liked it. So maybe 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 sequels are just better. I think they take a lot of the comments that they get from the first season and they do try fixing it in the sequels. So I think there's some truth to that, right? Clan ad, right? The first season, a little slow. Second after story was just amazing. See, but I, with Clanad too, right? Like the but first you, season it, is literally just the pl- visual novel. It's plot like, development though. Yeah. It's plot development visual novel style and that's it. Like you just have to do like the Clanad visual novel stuff and that's probably why some of the prequel aspects are not great too. Or like why prequel shows get lower scores because there's just so much setting and plot development that you have to do and character development that you probably get kind of lost in that. That's a really good point. Man, the more we talk about this, the more I just think rating shows, it's so biased and so skewed. I'm telling you, we just got to go to this like and dislike system. It's going to fix a lot of things, I think. Is that the move? Just like and dislike? I'm pretty sure it's the move because... One, it would it would make my life significantly easier because I wouldn't have to put on a rubric what I think is are the pros and cons of the shows in order to get to like this decimal point figure to put into Mal. And I could just be like, oh yeah, I like that show. Just hit like. And if, if I don't like that show, just hit dis- dislike and then move on to the next show. But I just think it takes out a lot of the, I guess, I don't know, just the flaws of this one to 10 point scale that Mal has presented to us. And the audience can interpret that one to 10 point scale however way they want. And that's already flawed. And then we've talked about all the other aspects that's already flawed. So, okay. What about the different aspects of an anime? There's art, right? There's soundtracks, there's characters, there's story. Should we be having multiple ratings or, or up or down dislike, like whatever you want to call it for different parts of the anime? rather than just trying to combine everything into one category. That would be interesting. If they broke the score out into more smaller aspects, maybe it's just like you put it, put like animation, soundtrack, story, and then whatever other category you want to put in. And then you either hit like a like or dislike on it. And then if you hit like, then you get one point. And then if you hit dislike, you get zero points. And then the accumulated total points is, is your your points at the end maybe that's how we do it yeah and maybe it's not all weighted the same right maybe the story is weighted like 50 percent art is 25 percent sound is 25 percent yeah and that makes a lot more sense to me than just doing like one to ten because you can love an anime for the soundtrack and the art and hate the story and liking a story is very biased you might just not like that genre but you have to be able to appreciate the art and the soundtracks yeah, but even like art and soundtrack, right? Like there's so much different taste to it. Like I know so many people that like like upbeat music most of the time. So it's like the shonen type music, right? But then you give them like a Fruits Basket slow song or like a Slice of Life slow song. And they're like, oh, this, this soundtrack is absolute crap. You hit them with that indie pop that's been going around in all the anime. <laughs> Dude, the it's like the Vanitas soundtrack. It's kind Dude, of that, like, that OP song is so good. I think the ending song is good too. I'm just like, this 
The, the soundtrack on this show is actually pretty good. Vanitas' soundtrack is really good. It's actually my number one soundtrack for the season right now. I think so, too. It, I don't think it's actually even close. I think Vanitas' soundtrack is just heads and shoulders above everything else. Props to Studio Bones <laughs> for putting that together. Do you watch anime? Ba- I, I, think, I know you said you watch certain anime just so you can hear the soundtrack. Are there anime you would basically only watch regardless if you hated it just because you like the the songs the anime that comes to the top of my head for like shows that i kept coming back to because of the song or the soundtrack was i've talked about this a lot already but to your eternity for pink blood obviously and then the main one is violet evergarden the opening for violet evergarden at the time was like a complete banger it still is a banger but all the other different aspects like the background music the the music that flows within the show to set the mood stuff like that like i just felt like i was going back to violet evergarden more for the soundtrack and the animation more than the story i don't know if you felt the same but i mean that's fair i mean some people just they just like listen to the music some of these shows i I'm I'm just like blown away by. It. I know you like B stars, right? Like my brother's the type of guy who he whenever he hears Yao Sobi have a song track on an anime, he ends up watching it because he just likes them so much. Oh yeah, me too. Cause well, one they're really really big right now. Even I think people that aren't Japanese know who they are just because they they're on like TikTok and stuff too. So it definitely catches your attention. But I think this kind of goes back to the point, like, the only person that could hire them to do an opening song for them is Netflix, right? Someone who can, someone who can pay the money, right? Yeah, there's no way in hell that these smaller studios can pay the money for their soundtrack on their opening. And Netflix obviously has a lot of money and obviously is invested in Stars because this is already the second season. Uh, they're doing a whole different animation style. Like, they, ha- they had to, like, have the money to do that i mean you can also say the same for violet evergarden almost oh yeah because violet evergarden was kyoto animation and it's it's almost the same thing for tier eternity too because tier eternity is i think done by like nhk which is like the biggest tv studio in japan like not animation studio tv studio in japan so they're really only in a position to get utada hikaru to do an opening song for them so how do we factor all this in man I don't know. Do we need to... Maybe we can apply for, like, premium critic access. Maybe uh, my anime list needs to go uh, ask the community for people who can give decent reviews, like critics. That'd be really cool if you were, like... You know, on Yelp... Or for everyone not in America, Chris was talking about Yelp. It's American rating restaurant app. You There's something called Yelp Elite. And basically, if you give enough reviews and you go to enough places, and I don't know if they factor in your, your reviews or the type of reviews you leave, but you can get this thing called Yelp Elite, which is basically a status of your Yelp account where your comments actually get shown more to people looking up restaurants because people generally think if you're Yelp Elite, what you say and what you rate is pretty true and you're you're a good person to base a, a rating or review off of. Do you think you can trust... A weebu like us that wrote a thousand reviews on my anime list to write good reviews. I don't know if I could trust them, man. Eventually, you'll get jaded, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but know. But having these... said that, I'm, I would trust it more than what we have currently. I actually think the people that leave the higher amount of reviews on Mal are the ones that are giving these like one out of tens there are people who have like thousands of reviews and they're like paragraphs too i don't even know how you have the time to write that many reviews it's their hobby man they are the true weeboos we are just fake weeboos but you know there are people who leave ones and write paragraphs like pages trying to justify their one and then there's someone who just writes a 10 and has no comments it's like good anime and i'm like oh okay I'm telling you, man, we got to just instill the Rotten Tomatoes system where you just like or dislike and then you get one sentence to put as your review. It's like a tweet. You get a certain amount of characters and that's it. Limit everyone. Normalize it. It's got to be the same. 
I like it. I, I think a simplified version of Mao would be the answer to all my problems here. Man, this is a tough one. And, you know, I think we're going on a lot of rants out here. So hopefully, and for everyone listening, you didn't get too bored of us just ranting for almost the last hour. But I think the long story, the basically too long didn't re- listen. I don't know if you want to just jump to this in the spoilers, but... Matt was just not trustworthy, and I think you really just have to have your own ranking system for yourself if you do like to watch a lot of anime. I think in the end, right, I'm I'm kind of going to circle back to my point at the beginning here, where I said the more and more I think about it, I feel like I shouldn't even be scoring anime. And the reason for why I think that is because it, actually takes out some of the enjoyment i get from anime and i've only noticed this more recently than before primarily because i've been rating more and more as we've been talking about this on the or talking about anime on the podcast and i'm trying to pinpoint which ones i want to talk about what's good what's bad identify all the pros and cons basically on like a rubric and one of our listeners already told me like show me a rubric for how you grade bad anime because i don't understand your rubric but I do have a rubric and I do <laughs> kind of think through all the pros and cons of the anime to try to kind of pinpoint what's talk about really, but it's almost made anime watching less enjoyable for me. And it's because it's you're basically trying to nitpick at everything. And in the end, I really just feel like I, I'm better off just hitting either a like or dislike button and just enjoying the anime for what it really is. So that's my main takeaway. It's true. When you have to do something and review it and rate it, it does take away from a lot. You're trying to like look for all these small details, and it sometimes gets unenjoyable. Yeah, sometimes animes do you a nice service by making it so easy in terms of how bad they are, a.k.a. Promised Neverland Season 2, that you don't even need to use a rubric. So I really appreciate those animes. And... <laughs> It makes my grading system a lot easier. But I think in the end, right, like I I think Mal is a really good and useful tool in order to keep like a database of all the animes that you we have watched. And in the end, I think that's what it is. It's a database. It's not a place for all these like anime scoring police to tell you what to watch and what not to watch and a place for you to make conclusions about an anime i think in the end like and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast it's like just go kind of you know find out for yourself in terms of whether you like the anime or not because you're just never gonna you're never gonna know based on like a one paragraph review or an essay review or a score that's just posted on mal yeah it's definitely true that you just can't you can't just kind of go by other people's ratings sometimes you're going to have to kind of choose your own choice and i wanted to actually bring up another thing another kind of interesting point here i don't know if you ever look at site metrics but you can kind of type it in for almost any site using amazon cloud they kind of i mean you have to pay if you want all the all the metrics they give you some but in terms of audience geography on my anime list only 18 percent come from the united states yeah because everywhere everyone from around the world uses this right besides japan and the next highest of site visits and this might be just a population thing is india interesting i guess india does have a really high population right so there are anime i feel like just to yeah like if we added japan in here who knows how these ratings change and the rankings change yeah i mean we talked about it in a previous podcast where we kind of compared the top 20 anime from mao to the top 20 anime that i found on like a japanese website but in the end, like Japan really doesn't have like a, a database like that or like Mao where you're comparing an anime from like 2000 to 2021. <laughs> it's just whether or not the audience likes it and dislikes it. And I feel like that's just the more correct way of keeping track of it. And But there was significant discrepancy between their taste versus our taste. And it's going to just vary a lot from country to country, right? Everyone has different backgrounds and different things they relate to or the like exactly all different types of backgrounds and all different types of i guess just interest is is the main way to put it yeah i mean 
it's clear on this podcast because all you watch is shonen and all i watch is not shonen so hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this season i've been i've been doing my part i've been watching a lot more that's true Forced to forced to watch a lot more shows. Had to drop scuffed Kanojo mo Kanojo. <laughs> hey, speaking of it, if Kanojo mo Kanojo girlfriend girlfriend's like most recent rating, or the number the first rating I see when I click it is a rating of a ten. It says, in any case, this anime is something you want to watch in this dry season. The same season with some. Otome BS I dropped 65 years ago. Some fanfic spinoff of Real Life in Sakura So and Web 2.0. The second review. The second review is the one that I, I, I read. It said like 2019 had domestic Nakanojo. 2020 had rent a girlfriend. 2021 has girlfriend, girlfriend. We reached peak trash anime. <laughs> but it's an 8. But he gave it an 8. This person gave it an 8. A peak trash anime getting an 8 out of 10. That's pretty good, man. <laughs> That's really good. Each year, there's an anime that comes out that's so absolutely ridiculous in its plot that it seems like it came straight out of a hentai. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate these people. And it seems like they're a basketball fan, too, because it says Piston fan. <laughs> hey, if you, if you like the Pistons, I, I guess you might like Girlfriend Girlfriend because it's trash. <laughs> it's some trash watching. Trash basketball, trash anime. That's what, that's what we like to see here. Oh man. Well, I guess we should probably cut off this ramp before uh we uh make too many enemies out there. But yeah, I think this is constructive criticism to- for Mal. Yeah, who's the coder? Can we can I get a can we get some one-on-ones? We should have a sit down with with whoever whoever designed the scoring system and just have a very constructive and good engaging meeting. Whoever designed this and created this is probably just sitting on their butts raking in a bunch of money because they haven't changed anything on the site for like 20 years. Oh, don't get me started on the UI here. Please do <laughs> not get me started on the UI. That is another thing I, wa- I didn't want to go into because I feel like I shouldn't be hating on a site because of its UI. But it's so it's so old. It's like 2005 UI. <laughs> it's so bad so bad oh uh, it's so funny oh man there's there's so much to talk about now and i feel like just anime in general but this was fun it was pretty fun all right well from now on i'll try my best not to re-reference some terrible reviews on mal i do like to do it though because it is funny but i'm gonna say now if remake our life and aquatope are not at eight by the time this season ends i'm gonna be very sad I really just don't see it happening because slice of life anime just never reaches that eight threshold. But I, I mean, I hope I hope it does reach that point. And also, I I just hope that both shows kind of just don't mess up the the traction that it's kind of built on a week to week basis. But before before we go, I want to get get your like really really quick thoughts on this. But do you feel like summer twenty twenty one is actually like one of the worst seasons ever? <laughs> This season's been been pretty lackluster, unfortunately. It's been pretty bad, no? It's I think it's very, very bad. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was telling my brother, I was like, you know, there's a lot of anime out this season. And he's like, what should I watch? And I said, let me think about that. And the fact that I had to think about that is kind of sad. I can't tell, though, if I think this season is bad because we're watching so much anime that we're getting all the bad ones now too or if it's just not good but it 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 feels like to me like the best anime in summer 2021 it does not come close to even 86 from last season and on top of that we're getting all these bad animes that we're kind of forcibly like watching so maybe that's why I think it's really bad. Would you say Vivi and 86 are better than any anime out right now from the current season? I think so. I, I don't know about Vivi, but I think 86 is. 86 for sure is way better than anything I've seen this season. And I still don't know how Slime is an 8.38. Because this second season part two is is pretty damn boring. I'm telling you, it's just a sequel syndrome. It's the people that like the prequel, they just inflate the score right now i love it that's the name of the sequel syndrome <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I'm, I'm hoping the summer 2021 season gets better like kind of going back to our discussion with sunny boy last week but it 
I've reached a point where I'm not scared to say that summer 2021 might be one of the worst seasons in a while. Just there's nothing. There's no one particular anime that sticks out. Yeah, I mean, like remake our life on Aquatope. Like even though we talk about it a lot, it's if it was in like a good anime season, it just would not stick out. They're like a good av. They're like better than average, not great. They're good. Yeah, they're good. But you know, yeah. when I ask my friends, "What are you watching?" and they tell me Battle Game in Five Seconds, Moonlit Fantasy, and Slime, I say, "This is so sad. This is, yeah, this this is, this, this is a tragedy." This season's looking pretty tragic, and I, I hope it gets better. I don't know, man, but maybe maybe they, you know they're just saving it for the back end when Chainsaw Man comes out, and that'll be like the most hyped thing ever, and then we'll just forget about Summer 2021 and move on with our lives. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we'll look forward to the fall, everyone. All right, well, anyway, speaking of that, next week, I think we're going to probably actually do a recap on where we are on the current season. And uh, so maybe that's a good segue in to end this podcast because next week we'll kind of be diving into where we stand, what we dropped, and what we feel. Oh, no, we're doing a recap episode. Are we one of those animes? One of those? Are we? I mean, Remake did a episode 7 recap already that's why i i think it i can see it justify the score right now I was, pi- <laughs> I was pissed off when i saw a recap episode in the middle of the season <laughs> i was like what do we need to recap well, there's only been like there's only been like two weeks that have happened in this anime oh, I was, i'm so confused maybe it was just olympics but by us sometime recap episode but you know what we'll let it slide for this podcast we'll do a quick recap of what we think of each, each anime maybe we won't even have enough to talk about where we in where we talk about something else instead <laughs> but yeah looking forward to that one all right i'll come with the inside scoop on moonlit after a couple more episodes all right we want the in-depth analysis all right well thanks for uh going on this rant with me it's been a fun hour and i guess we'll wait till next week uh, sorry All for right. the delay on this episode, everyone, but we kind of had a little, a little backlog. So hopefully next one, next week we'll get it out on time. Oh, we'll for sure get out next week on time. It was, it was because of work, work, man. We're normal people sometimes, but looking forward to next week. And thanks to everyone that listened this week. All right, peace out, we booze. See you guys later.